Hello and welcome to my podcast called The New Decibels and I'm your host Nirjit Dey Bhattacharya. Come take this tour with me where we explore how to build great companies, what practices to follow and implement to get the greatest culture and greatest revenue, how to have an impactful branding exercise and anything that comes in between. And as always, remember to follow us on Instagram by the handle New Decibel for daily content dedicated to the same. Reach out to me for any feedback or commentaries. Hope you have a learning experience from today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hello podcast, welcome to another episode of the New Decibel and I'm your host Nirjit Debhattacharya. Um today we want to talk to you guys about what types of sellers exist and what is their strength and possible weaknesses, right? Uh but before we jump right into that topic, I want you guys to know that I'm really really thankful for you guys sticking around listening to my podcast. Uh but more importantly, I'm hoping that you guys are following us on Instagram. Uh we go by the name New Decibel. And in case you're not, uh, please do follow us. Our handles, as I said, New Decibel. Um, you'll find daily content on marketing and sales uh, and other brand building stuff. I hope you enjoy it. Um, now, coming very quickly into this, the whole situation when it comes to selling and what salesmen are like has been sort of idealized and romanticized on television by Hollywood. So much so that people just sort of assume that. Uh, A selling is very easy and it's very aspirational and I hope I mean it's partially true it is aspirational but people just sort of think it's easy and uh, they want to keep at it and they want to get into selling and they want to hustle and they want to be the wolf of Wall Street um which brings me to the second part that people sort of simply assume that if you're selling you're on Wall Street or you're in one of these financial markets making the big money million dollars billion dollars um that's not true that's not true at all I mean part of it sure you can sort of assume that these things happen but uh for the most of it, it's a lot of dark days it's a lot of days you're just running around looking for clients looking for leads um not every day you're making millions some days you're not i mean millions is just a big number some days you're just not making money that's that's the real deal um so i think hollywood has a lot to do with the fact that um how it has been sort of incorporated in normal people's mind that selling is um this exciting proposition where you're making constantly a lot of money and all that lifestyle that comes with it the fast cars the big houses um but that's not true um selling can be on the down low on most days i mean it's just it's a practice you have to keep your head down you have to do it every day day in day out and that's sort of how your experience and your expertise grow right um in general when you're looking at the sales spectrum in terms of what sort of people exist and how they do their sales and and they conduct the business uh there's two major um, entities that exist one is a hard seller which is on the far extreme side of uh, one end of the spectrum where they're basically extremely good at negotiation they're very fast minded they want to make sure they walk out of that entire conversation with a check um on the other hand you have on the other very extreme end you have someone who is more of a relationship building soft um not necessarily a give me money and i'm going to walk out or I, or this is a done scenario sort of a seller now that's your usual two very top top um extreme cases of sellers and usually most people fall either on these two sides or somewhere in between uh now as i said i have a couple of friends madhav and akansha and i think they are literally the most amazing hard sellers i've ever come across right i started my career with these guys uh, long back and as i said 
even within that spectrum, uh, both of them are hard sell, but between Malam and Akansha, there's such such drastic difference about how they sell. So it's very interesting to even see, even as hard sellers, there are different types of hard sellers. Um, and that happens to be the case with each and every individual part of the spectrum, because at the end of the day, in the long, in the bigger scheme of things, everyone's so individualistic, everyone's so different that you can never have two very similar type of people, right? Now, Madhav is your typical uh, bully, yet friendly voice during your pitch. He, um, he knows how to push the right buttons to make the sale happen, right? Um, and the interesting thing is you know you're being pushed uh, to buy and you're not sure why you're buying it But that aggression is so hard. You just want to close. You just want to be done with that meeting You're like listen, you know what sure that product sort of makes sense, but in the long run, maybe maybe not it won't uh, But I just want this to be over. Let's let's just get into the work mode, right? So um, That's that's the interesting bit about how Madhav pitches right now, which doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing right uh, or the purchase in itself is bad it's just you're too worried to say no that you might upset the seller uh, with him you're now grown to be fond of right and that's always an interesting aspect of selling um, so it's it's important to notice that Madhav is the sort of a seller who will not leave um, till he closes till he gets that check right um, so you'd rather be just done with it now Akansha on the other hand is on the other extreme end of that hard selling uh, spectrum where she looks really good, she's extremely smart, and she's a very, she's gifted of the gab, right? I mean, she is, um, she comes with that smartness where she's basically pitching right, she's saying the right things which make a lot of sense to you, um, and she's far too nice for you to be pitched to, so you're like, fuck, am I, am I in a situation where I'm being sold to just because she's a girl? Um, maybe, maybe not, but what works really well for her is that she knows her craft so well is that she will use everything that she has to her advantage to make sure you close, right? Um, and she will talk to you in such a way that she'll be telling you things that you want to hear, which is extremely uh, tough to sort of look away from, right? Um, unfortunately, you also still know that you're being sold to, but the sound of the words are so good that you're just like, fuck, I'd rather just close and just be done with it because this is a relationship I would want to build, right? Um, and these are the two sort of hard sellers that you have, and I'm sure you will have a different type, but my interaction has been that these are the two sort of hard sellers which will usually come will come across, um, and do, they do a phenomenal job when it comes to selling um, because they will not walk out of that entire conversation without taking the check. Um, also because they, they are very good at negotiation, they will they'll have a higher conversion rate, right? Um, in this situation, uh, the good thing is the seller is going to walk out of the meeting with a check and that's always a fantastic situation to be in. Uh, but whether you're Martha or Kancha, the problem sometimes is that the product doesn't work, right? Um, and then the client drops because what happens is that you're selling that one particular situation, one particular product, um, which means you don't have a longevity when it comes to uh, billing cycles, right? Which means you're constantly shuffling clients. Um, and you're constantly adding clients, of course, but the resale becomes a very tricky proposition in the long run. Then you have sellers like us, me, right? People who literally don't like stress and tense situation. And don't get me wrong, um, that's not entirely a bad situation either. And if I can be pompous, I'm a pretty good seller, right? Um, but what we majorly focus on is in the long run is, 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 is the long run versus a short-term goal of selling, right? We are more invested in building the right relationship with our client. Um, we want to make sure we can keep coming back here again and again and that's always important. You need to have the right sort of investment with your clients um, and that's always going to be our asset, our relationship. 
um, if the client changes business, if you change business, I mean, you need to make sure they come with you or they keep choosing you again and again to be their business managers, right? Uh, that obviously comes with its own drawbacks. It means that we have to work twice as hard to build our pipeline because not all leads convert to clients. Um, but sellers like myself take a lot of time to research and find out about whom we're going to be pitching. Um, the likes, the dislikes, what their vacation, what they like to eat, what sort of alcohol they like, what sort of TV show they like, their history. I mean, we go deep far in about shows they used to watch as a child. Um, and make sure we have something to contribute to that experiential story that we will be sort of pitching them right into, right? I mean, it's, it's a trick. You try to figure out what they like and then they you sort of pitch in such a way that they start talking about it and then you have something to contribute. Now that becomes a very holistic end-to-end -end conversation, right? Um, I mean, that's what really sets us apart for most bit and most often than not, the whole bit, uh, we're not selling the product at all. We don't really talk about the product as such throughout the pitch. What we are doing is that we're selling ourselves and the relationship that comes with it. And often it works and that's because our objective was never really to sell the product and bounce with a check in the first place. It was always to leave with one more friend in my circle, um, someone that we can keep coming back to again and again. Not necessarily for work, sometimes it can be just in general uh, for conversation, for advice, for counsel. Um, and when you have something like that, then you're not just really getting your business manager, you're getting um, what I would say uh, a friend, uh, a family member who's going to be there with you through the thick and thin, through the highs and lows. Um, and that's what you buy into, right? And that's basically the two end of the spectrum for sellers. Everyone else just sort of comes in between. Uh, a wide mix of both and as I said there's no one seller who's like the other so everyone's very individualistic um, but for the most they're classified in either of these two major categories hard sellers soft sellers and that's just the way it goes um, I hope this helps you sort of identify who you are and uh, what you I mean because individually um, you need to know who you are uh, as a seller you need to know who you are especially if you're an entrepreneur you need to know what's your skill set, right? Because when you have identified your type, whether you're a hard person, whether you're a soft person, because that's going to be not just while in when it comes to selling, it's also about team management, it's also about everything that you do. Um, you're going to use everything that you know about yourself to your best advantage uh, to help you grow your business. And that's always a very fun place to be in, to be in control. Um, I hope you sort of enjoyed today's episode and I hope you take something back from it and look forward to seeing you guys next episode.